Welcome to today's late night episode of Dr. Simone's Mindspace. I'm your host, clinical psychologist and researcher at Karolinska Institute, ClinTech and Reproductive Health in Stockholm, but currently I'm in Zurich. I am overlooking the Ötliberg, which is the house mountain, and sitting at my new home for a couple of months now in the Royal Hotel Zurich. Today or tonight, late night, I felt like the urge to actually talk to you about culture and different cultures and how they deal with the COVID-19 outbreak. And since my husband and I, we used to, or we do live in Sweden, he's an ER doctor there and I'm a clinical psychologist, usually work with patients in Sweden, but um, also do research in Shanghai, China. So due to my research, I've been in China for a lot of extended periods of time. I used to live there, teach there, work clinically, and as mentioned, do research. This year has been very difficult since I haven't been able to visit Shanghai. I, however, been in very close contact with my research colleagues, epidemiologists and um, clinicians in all over China, but of course, particularly in Shanghai. During this first period of 2020, I was in Hong Kong and Tokyo and have been able to experience how Asian countries were dealing with the COVID outbreak. When I was in Hong Kong, it was just about the time when the borders to mainland China were closed and it was still very unclear how this epidemic outbreak would evolve. And one thing I would really like to express is that I feel very grateful for having been able to have this opportunity to both experience our trip to Asia at this very unique time, but also meet people and see how different societies deal or dealt with back then um, COVID-19 outbreak. One thing that is struck me a lot in Hong Kong was how many people really very quickly adjusted to this wearing masks and keep a distance, where hand disinfection was everywhere, where people really got into a new routine. As a coincidence, I passed by together with my husband, the SARS memorial, and we were standing there and it was very touching to see and read about these medical doctors from the front line and how many of them passed away because of being exposed to this SARS virus so closely. And I wondered whether there is some trauma that has been passed on from this SARS hit in Hong Kong and whether people really did go back into crisis mode so quickly, 
yet also a sense of mourning for a period which was extremely challenging and hard. This um, has not been the same case in Japan because Japan hasn't been hit as hard by SARS, yet it is much in the culture to wear masks out of respect to the others not getting sick rather than a protection for oneself. And being in Asia and knowing the Asian culture fairly well, I was sort of just going with the flow and respecting wearing masks and just um, accept the fact that this is how you were supposed to do. Returning back to Europe, I felt very uncomfortable, especially in the beginning where people were really not taking this epidemic seriously. And I was feeling like one of few people really actually taking hygiene um, standards of washing hands and social distancing seriously. And I think a lot of people can experience this feeling of being the one that is actually following and doing the rational sort of CDC or other health ministry's recommendation of washing hands and keep a social distance and keep bringing your hand sanitizer with you. Yet a lot of people did not do that in Europe for a very long time and still not doing it and have a little bit of a smile on their face and looking down upon you doing so. So that's one of the things I wanted to discuss today is like the idea of what are cultural norms and how do we adjust to them? And one of the most important aspects about this pandemic and how to curb it is to implement social learning because if we go to the store and we're the only ones not using the hand sanitizer that is provided by the store we're now the ones who are looked at sort of weren't you joining the the common crowd and the common good or crowd is not a crowd anymore it's just a couple of people allowed to get into a store at least here in Switzerland so there is one of the most important and most powerful parts about looking how cultures differently behave is this idea of the social learning and how much this is not only in a pandemic essential but also for the development in general. So experiencing this social learning in Switzerland has been very interesting and has also made me kind of pretty proud of people's way of sharing mutual respect, solidarity, support and respect. And I think this is a very good part of this pandemic to see how people are solidary, are helpful, supportive, and also take the common goods before the individual freedom. And that has been something that is usually very relatively common in Asian societies and cultures that are more collectivistic, where, as I mentioned before, 
you wear a mask in order to protect the other, not so much about yourself. And at least here in Switzerland, one can see that people have understood to respect the common good and put their own individual freedom and needs a little behind. This has not very much been the case, at least in many parts of other places around the world, where people take their individual freedom as a first and then maybe consider the collective good. And those aspects are also when it doesn't really affect you personally and maybe it affects the a minority group or people with low socioeconomic status, immigrants, then it's not really my problem. And then it can become this not very social idea of I can do whatever I want since I'm not affected and these other people I don't have that much to do with. A xenophobia that has been seen around the world to, against different groups and it's a very diff very problematic attitude and approach um considering these xenophobic um attitudes against different groups caused by fear of the coronavirus fear of the other also lack of information about the other I think it's for all of us very important to really take a breath, to go a step back and just reflect on the fact that, hey, we're all in this together. This virus doesn't know any borders. And if we're solidary with each other facing this crisis rather than pointing with the finger at who is knowing better and who has been faster and slower in flattening the curve or implementing different strategies, but rather support being solidary towards the healthcare professional, the people in essential workforces, including all the brave, brave workers in different food stores that are actually there for us so we can get our food and the police that is telling yet another million times to people to please social distance and being yelled at every day. I really hope that this short podcast in the middle of the night here in Zurich, but I felt the urge to do, to do this podcast to just make us aware of our own dynamics we're, we're going through and highlight the essential part of being in this crisis together rather than pointing with the finger at other people that may or may not have been part of the reason why this outbreak has spread. It is a new virus. It is very difficult for the human mind to understand. As Daniel Kahneman, the Nobel Prize winner, has also mentioned, even him who got the Nobel Prize in judgment and decision making has had a hard time to take the right decision. So be patient with yourselves, be patient with your fellow people around you and be most of all solidary and supportive 
And do not forget to wash your hands and keep your social distance for protecting others and also protect our economy for the future to flourish. Thank you very much. Good night from Zurich and talk to you soon. Bye.